E2i Design is a full solutions provider for all things audio, video, lighting, and broadcast. Whether it be design, installation, or offering gear for a great price, E2i Design supports you by providing the right tools for the job. Look them up on Facebook or Instagram at E2i Design or visit their website, E2iDesign.com. Each year, one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's or another dementia. More than 6 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's. And in 2020, COVID-19 contributed to a 17% increase in Alzheimer's and dementia deaths. It kills more people than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. In 2022, Alzheimer's and other dementias will cost the nation $321 billion. By 2050, these costs could rise to nearly $1 trillion. That's where you come in. The Walk to End Alzheimer's is an annual effort to raise awareness, defray costs, and and increase research funding of this deadly disease. Get involved by starting a walk team today. It's free and just might save a life. Find out more at alz.org. That's alz.org. Episode 301 of the Motor City HDJ podcast entitled 2022 in review. Folks, I can't believe it. Here we are on the other side of another year. So glad to be back at it. And while I didn't necessarily make my New Year's resolution from 2022, I'll talk about that today. You know what? It's okay. We all make resolutions. They're meant to be broken. No one likes a quitter. (laughs) So that's where we're at. I'm just so excited to be back at it for another episode of the podcast. And I'm glad that you're here. Today, I want to talk about everything good that happened last year in 2022. There were some familiar things. There were quite a few new things. And so we're going to dive into that today. Sticking around with me this year is my sponsor, E2i Design. Find them on their website, E2iDesign.com, or all of the social media at E2i Design. Episode 3. Happy New Year 2022 interview starts right now. And with that, Motor City, Happy New Year. It is me, your DJ, Brett Cummins. I'm back at it. I'm so glad to be back with you for another one. 2022 was a good year for uh, for the wedding and event industry. I know that we talked about this was a record-setting year, and we were supposed to have all these events, and we totally did. We had a lot of greatness in 2022, and I was so excited to be part of it and so excited to be, go to new places to run into some of the same faces and see some of the same people. But, man, I was just so excited to be part of 2022's wedding and event industry. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because it was such a good year, there were a lot of good things to talk about. And again, uh, a lot of um, a lot of new places uh, and some of the old faces that I'm familiar with. So we're going to get into that today. Uh, I, I truly hope you had a great and very happy new year. I know for us, it was just family time. It was all about family time. It's been a while since I've talked to you, so we've gone through holiday season. I played my last wedding of 2022 on November 19th at the Royal Park Hotel, and that was an amazing time. It was great to see that venue again, to play that venue again, and of course, uh, to uh, to celebrate with another amazing couple as they start the next chapter of their lives together. So I was able to end 2022 on a high note from a business standpoint, and here we are now between Christmas and New Year. We are in engagement season again. So this is the time people get engaged, right? We look at the holidays. We look to the holidays to get engaged because there's special times where we get to be with our families. We get to sit around with our families and 
why not? What's a better time to start a new chapter of life than while you're with your family? So we are in the thick of engagement season. As I'm speaking to you right now, as you're listening to this, I will have had four new consultations for 2023 and actually beyond. I got a couple for 2024 as well. So the year is already starting off to be great. My resolution this year. So here's the deal. Last year, I told you first episode of the year, I said my resolution was going to be to record an episode every other week. Well, it looks like we're at a once a month pace. (laughs) Uh, I got busy, right? So some of them we got in there. I was able to slip in a couple episodes, you know, more than once a week. But for the most part, doing this thing once a month is about where I'm going to be. Um, just with the busyness. I'm really trying to do more than that. I know that you love the content. I know you love listening to it. The numbers show me that. Uh, There is a great number of subscribers. So thank you for subscribing, for listening. Continue to rate it and to like it and to subscribe it wherever you listen to your podcast. So thank you for listening to the Motor City HDJ podcast. I appreciate you in 2022 helping me build my community. And I have limited, speaking of community, just to kind of rehash something I might have talked about before, I've limited my online presence. I am solely on Facebook. So find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash MotorCityHDJ. That's where I'm going to do all of my social interaction, be it for you know, posting pictures, videos, streaming from events, things like that. One place so that we're not getting confused with all the media out there or getting bogged down uh, by being in a dozen different places at once. So 2023 is here. And I'm always like with all New Year's resolutions, what you do is you look back at the year before you say, what did I do then? What can I do better for this year? It's really not a a resolution episode. But like I said, I you know, the title of it 2022 in review, I want to talk about last year, uh, as I do usually the first within the first couple episodes of the podcast each season. Uh, Yeah, a new season of the podcast. So we're going to start it at 301 and move on from there. But last year, 2022 was a good year. It was a great year for me. A lot of firsts, uh, a lot of new stuff, a lot of places I haven't been before, personal and otherwise. I want to talk to you about the things, the trends that I saw, the things that you did in 2022 that I saw, uh, some of the unique elements that I ran into, and of course, uh, things that I saw that are probably not going away anytime soon. So as far as 2022 is concerned, the top three venues that I visited, that I played last year in order of most played, actually, there are three venues and they tie for first and second. So, well, there was no tie for first. I got to see my friends over at the Frankenmuth Brewery the most last year. So I've talked about it before where it's really out of my control where I get to play, right? Most of the time, by the time you've picked me, you have already selected your venue. So I have no control in that. And it's okay. I get it. You've already picked your venue. But I got to be at Frankenmuth Brewery three times last year. And I believe for 2023, that list is growing for them. They continue to send me business. So big shout out to my friends at the Frankenmuth Brewery. Thank you for loving on me and for uh, this relationship we have. Uh, And then it was a tie for second place. Only twice. Uh, I played the Black Barn Vineyard in Rives Junction and then the Lake House in Ludington. I played twice in 2022. And as it stands right now, the Lake House, I, I already have four scheduled for this year in Ludington. So, yep. 
Pure Michigan weddings. I love them. I love Ludington. I love the drive. I love going, so I can't wait to get back there. But top three venues last year, Frankenmuth Brewery, Black Barn Vineyard and Winery, and then the Lake House. Those were it. Uh, those are the places I spent the most time this year. Also spent a lot of time with my friends of the Michigan Alzheimer's Association and... I will continue to support this cause. I really encourage you to do the same. You heard and you'll continue to hear in my open. Uh, I definitely want you to consider uh, creating a team and uh, if not, just at least maybe join a team of walkers. You can do that at alz.org. Uh, but the, um, the Michigan chapter of the Alzheimer's Association spent a lot of time with them this year. Uh, we did the Oh, let's see here. Off the top of my head, I've got some notes written down to keep myself on track, but most of this is going to be off the cuff today just because I, I don't know. I just want uh, this year to be organic and not necessarily all thought out, right? But last year's Alzheimer's events, we did the Howell Block Party to end Alzheimer's. Livingston County uh, Block Party to end Alzheimer's did that in front of the Howell Courthouse. Then there was the 25th annual this year. I loved it. The 25th annual David E. Rutledge golf outing there at Eagle Crest Golf Course in Ypsilanti. And then there were three walks I did. The first would have been the Livingston County Walk to End Alzheimer's here in Brighton. My friend Nicole and her team there. Then there was the Lansing Walk to End Alzheimer's. And then there was the Washtenaw County walk to end Alzheimer's. So Washtenaw was a first for me, and it brought about a new venue, new place that I've played at Pioneer High School. So I spent that day across from the big house and, and got to stare at the big house for most of the morning there. Sue Prin and her crew there at the Washtenaw County walk to end Alzheimer's. So I was totally thrilled and excited to get to do that walk. And yes, Cammie Robinson, my friend Cammie Robinson and her team there in Lansing, the Lansing walk to end Alzheimer's. So more walks coming up. I think we're working on getting into the Detroit Zoo, maybe out to Jackson, maybe out to Grand Rapids. But as of right now, uh, I'm just thrilled that the Alzheimer's Association has chosen me to be their guy. So continuing to support them. Other firsts for this year. While 2022 was a great year, I played a lot of places I've been before. I played some places that I've never played before for the first time. I added to the list of venues that I got to play, so I'm super thrilled about that. It is a long list this last year, and let's take a look at it. So um, so in the order that I played them, they are Bees Detroit, which is an eastern market. It's actually a little coffee shop bistro kind of place that has an event space upstairs. Really, really cool place to play. The St. Clair Inn in St. Clair, Michigan, which was really nice. It's right on the water. You can see Canada from across the way. The Sweet Wedding Chapel in Columbiaville, Michigan. I didn't even know it was there. I've been through Columbiaville, and it's a nice little place. It's got a uh, it's got a chapel connected to it, literally. <laughs> chapel on one side, down a hallway, and boom, there's the reception room. Uh, the Tandale Nature Barn here in Brighton, which is relatively new within the last couple years, but it was really nice to play a venue 10 minutes away from the house, so that was cool. And I can't wait to get back to the Tandale Nature Barn. Hopefully I get to. Venue 111 there in Holly, Michigan, so uh, another... Uh, repurposed venue. I think I've talked about it before. Repurposed as an uh, it was an old school 
educational building, and it's now an event venue. It's gorgeous. Freedom Hill on the east side, the Freedom Hill that you've probably gone to before to see concerts and outdoor events. Pine Knob Mansion there in Clarkston. Of course, Freedom Hills in Sterling Heights. Pine Knob Mansion in Clarkston. Uh, gorgeous. One of those old school Oakland County rolling mansions down the hill kind of places. Really, really cool place to play. Uh, the Peacock Road Family Farm in Lanesburg, Michigan, which is a it's basically a Christmas tree farm, but they have stuff for everybody to do. Really, really cool, quaint, sweet farm style venue and event space there. Then there was the Goldner Walsh Garden and Home in Pontiac. Super unique, amazing. It's a greenhouse. How about that? Have a wedding in a greenhouse at the Gardner Walsh Garden and Home. Then there was the Rochester Hills Banquet Center in Rochester Hills right off of 59 and Crooks Road there. So that was a first as well. Also a first, but a unique event. Uh, you might have seen this earlier in the year on social media. I was able to play Oak Point Church Easter weekend. I was able to, uh, I DJed three of their Easter services. That was really, really cool. Hopefully I get to do that again because I believe uh, that, yeah, you can have fun in churches and, and places of worship. So I was so excited that uh, my friends from Oak Point Church invited me to do the Easter weekend there, and I can't wait to get back there and do that again. So as far as new venues go, those were firsts for me, and I loved every single one of them. They were so cool, so unique, each in their own way. Each had something special for the couple, special for me, and so I'm always thankful that I get to add to the list of places that I've played. Other new things, other firsts for me this year. Uh, from the business end, I added some things for you. If you are listening to this and you are considering booking mobile DJ entertainment for your event, I actually added 10 new uplighting fixtures to the rig. And so I did that about middle of last year. So I've added 10, uh, we call them PAR cans, uh, but they're LED uplighting fixtures. And so that brings our total now up to 18 uplighting fixtures that uh, I include with what I do. And so if you need that ambiance, don't worry, I've already included it as part of what I do. But they're made by um, uh, American DJ, so they're legit. They're the gear, right? That's the stuff that you buy from American DJ and Chauvet. Uh, I introduced the facade. If you've seen updated pictures of my equipment and my rig, you've seen now that I've got a backlit, uplit facade that just changes the ambiance for the event, instead of me putting all of my equipment on a table, I've got this really classy looking facade that I set my equipment on and I can uplight it and backlight it so that it just adds another little touch, a little, little element of, um, of elegance to your event. And, and really because of that, my rig is getting sleeker. So it's not all of these big pieces. It's a bunch of little pieces that you put together to make this big thing. And so I'm super excited, still rocking the Mackie. Uh, the Mackie speakers, the 12A speakers. Uh, I've still got the 10-foot lighting truss, still have the eight moving head fixtures. And I've added one other little guy to the, the truss this year. It is an American DJ LED light bar. You're going to love it. It is so cool. I can't wait to get a video and pictures of it in action. So I added some new gear in 2022 as well. Things that are going to elevate your event, take it to the next level, and leave your guests wanting more and ultimately uh, where your guests say, no, you know, they don't want the event to end. Another first for me. Last year, I talked about it in one of the episodes in September, but I want to come back around to it because I believe in life, because life is so short, I believe that 
we need to see the world. And I cannot wait to see more of the world. But in August, end of August, beginning of September, I was able to take the family to Hawaii for 10 days. And it may not be Hawaii for you. It may be somewhere else. But I encourage everybody to get on an airplane, get in a car, get on a boat, wherever, and just go see the world. I cannot begin to tell you how amazing and special Hawaii is. It is unlike any other place on earth. It is somewhere that if you, even just once in your lifetime, check it off your list. Uh, That was a really cool, much needed vacation for us, for me, even though it was steady. I am one guy. I can control the amount of business that I do. We definitely needed a vacation. We needed to get away. We needed to see something different, see another corner of the world, some place that you know we hadn't seen before, some place that would give us just a little bit of ah, like relaxation, right? And so we did that in Hawaii. I cannot recommend it enough. Definitely get out there and see the world. So uh, 2022 in a nutshell, as far as new things, New venues to me, new gear, new places in the world. Well, there you go. So 2022 in a review from that aspect of things, new things. That is all of the new stuff that happened in 2022. So in 2022, one other thing I always like to talk about when it comes to the year in review are some of the details for those of you thinking about planning or you're planning it right now. You're thinking about the little elements, the details of your event The trends that I saw in 2022, first with the colors. Now, I broke it down by the top four colors because it turns out, or rather, the yeah, the top four groupings of colors. I looked back on my planning forms because when you plan an event with me in Motor City HDJ, I ask as one of those little details, we talk about it in the consult, one of those little details that I like to know is what color tie do you want me to wear? At your event. Usually I wear a black or blue suit, white French cuff shirt, and then a tie that matches your color scheme or, you know, the secondary color. Just, I want that little element, that little extra just to take it to the next level. So last year, folks, y'all picked some, some of the same colors, but then you surprised me with some others. So, uh, and I'm just going to go, I'm going to go backwards in the four spot tied for fourth place. Well, actually, if you wanted to do ties, (laughs) well, literally and figuratively here. So uh, number one was soul. So then you would have uh, two and three. So, so four and then seventh. So one, two, four, and seven. So in seventh place tied for seventh, because there were two pink and gold were the seventh most asked for colors for me to wear. Your color schemes in seventh were pink and gold. Fellas, don't be afraid to wear pink now. Real men wear pink. I love some pink. I love I love the Easter, like the powdery pink color. I love that powdery pink. Uh, I also love a pale, like a pale kind of pink. Uh, but then, you know, there were some that had me wear like, a, a, a you know, a brighter, more bold fuchsia kind of pink. So that was cool as well. Uh, and then gold came in a couple times. Uh, tied in the seventh spot there. In the tied for fourth place now were orange, red, and violet. Orange, red, and violet were tied in the four. Uh, 
Orange, I saw a lot of in the fall. I did see a couple summer. Red was kind of smattered throughout, and then violet was a lot of that springtime stuff. Same for pink and gold. Those are really springy kind of colors. But what surprised me was uh, the two that are tied in the two spot, blue and green. Those were all year round. Y'all love blue. You love it. <laughs> you can't get enough of it. It seemed like every week to every other week I was wearing blue. Uh, green came a few different times. I saw green in the winter. I saw green in the summer. Not so much in the spring, which was super interesting to me. But what I saw the most of in the one spot, holding it down, the number one color you asked me to wear in 2022 was black. Because it goes with everything and it just, it's so formal. It's so elegant and classy. I love, love, love putting on my blue suit with that black tie. It looks really, really good. So those were the colors. Again, first place was black. Second was blue and green tied for second. And then in fourth place, orange, red, and violet. In seventh place, pink and gold. How about them apples? So those were the colors for uh, last year. Another detail that I saw uh, as far as uh, looking at the numbers, breaking down the metrics for last year. Uh, let's see here. First, second, third, fourth, and sixth places. So in sixth place, tied for six. This is the number of people in the wedding party. Tied for sixth place. The, the sixth most popular choice was either two people or eight people in the wedding party. So the sixth most popular choice last year, according to what I have, was either two people or eight people. Now, that's a stark difference. I got to tell you, two people in the wedding party. So we're talking about excluding the bride and groom, how many people on each side. So two is usually a best man, maid or matron of honor and then someone else. Right. Eight people would be a best man, maid or matron of honor and then seven other people. Or, you know, you've got a mixture of, uh, you know, co-maids and co-best men and the whole jazz. So last year in the sixth spot, sixth place, y'all chose two or eight people in your wedding parties. Now I have to reverse this here. Tied for fourth place. Tied for fourth place, you had either three people on each side or seven people on each side. Uh this combination was, uh, from what I can recall, looking at the numbers, this combination of people last year featured a lot of the co-maids of honor, multiple best men, okay? So the three and seven that you chose had that, you know, had that combo. We want to make sure everybody's involved and we don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, that, that's where the three and seven people on each side came into play from last year. In third place... Four people on each side. Simple, easy peasy. In second place was five people on each side. And in first place was six people on each side. Last year, the, the most popular size wedding party on each side was six people. So for me, I couldn't care either way. I want you to make sure that you involve everybody that that is special to you. Uh, you know, you, you're you're calling on these people to represent you on your big day. So I want you to have the people that you need up there to represent you on your big day. Uh, as far as introductions go, that doesn't matter to me any. I, I'm going to just introduce the people that you tell me to introduce. I'm going to bring them into the room, and uh, you know, we're going to have uh, we're going to have a great time. So that doesn't matter to me either way. 
just consider, you know, that it is going to take a little bit longer for six people, seven people, eight people than it would two, three or four. I, I do think I really think um, honestly, between that first those first three spots there, six, five and four. I really think that's a good that's a good sweet spot to be in. If you can find six people on each side, I think that's a really good spot to be in. I really do. I think that's a perfect amount of people. Gives us enough time to do the introduction, to make a big to-do, to recognize the two of you, recognize your friends. But that's where we saw it last year. So in the first place was uh, six people. Second place was five people. Third place was four people. Fourth place was three and seven people. And then sixth place was two and eight people on each side. That was the wedding party size that I saw in 2022. I saw a lot of unique elements. I took part in a lot of unique elements last year. Quite a few unique elements from last year. A few things that I saw that were really cool that I want to share. I played a ceremony, in fact, right after we got back from Hawaii. I played uh, Venue 111 in Holly, as it turns out, and the bride and groom for that wedding, the bride surprised him with his Scottish heritage, surprised him for their processional, I'm sorry, recessional, surprised them for the recessional to have bagpipes play the recessional for the two of them to walk down the aisle being introduced as husband and wife for the first time. That was super cool. The bagpipist, he, he posted up right near me, so I got to be right in the thick of it. Let me tell you, bagpipes are generally loud, but when they're right next to you, they're really loud. But I love it. I'm a music guy. I'm an instrumentalist at heart. Uh, I did appreciate that. I thought that was so super cool. And uh, absolutely. So bagpipes to surprise the groom for the big day. Uh, there was also, uh, I, I saw an F-16 fly over before a ceremony there uh, while I was at Walden Woods. So that was cool. Uh, like I said, I DJed an Easter weekend at Oak Point Church. And uh, last year, a couple unique elements as well. Um, I played a couple weddings after the fact due to COVID, some reschedules where couples got married first and then had the party later on, right? So they've been married. They got married, you know, eight months ago, and then we threw the party after that. So I did have some unique elements in that, uh, that I was able to play the, you know, play the parties after the fact. Uh, and then uh, a really special, unique element from last year, the first wedding of 2022, I played my cousin's wedding. So uh, Melissa and Steve got married and I was able to play for them. Those were the unique and special elements of the uh, 2022 season. And finally, I want to talk about the things I saw consistently. There were two that stuck out that I want to uh, mention real quick before I wrap up. More of the same in 2022. It started at the end of 2021. But these neon script signs, man, oh, man, do you love a, a neon script sign? You know what I'm talking about, too. These are the, the signs that have the and then whatever your last name is. More often than not, they're misspelled because you decide to put like, so the Cummins is, you know, Cummins is, is actually C-U-M-M-I-N-S-E-S, -S, not C-U-M-M-I-N-S apostrophe S. So your grammar police over here is going to tell you, <laughs> stop using the apostrophes. I saw more of that last year. Oh, my goodness. Learn that it's plural and not possessive if I can get up on my soapbox for a second. So the neon script sign I saw a ton of last year, and I know that I'm going to see more of it in 2023. It's cool. If you want to do it, do your thing. You know, I, I tease, but uh, I saw a ton of the neon script signs last year. 
Uh, and uh, I saw one of them, though, that did it on a white, like a, a black lettering on a white board, which I thought was really cool. Uh, so it's either the script, the neon script sign, or it's been cut out on wood, or it's been posted on wood, or written on wood or something. But I saw a lot of that with the script writing uh, with the couple's name. If you're going to do that, folks, just do it plural and not possessive. If you don't know, Google what the word plural means. Uh, and then um, finally, what I saw a lot of last year looking at these planning forms, the buffet style dinner service, it's really gaining traction. I think you're realizing that a buffet can be less expensive than a plated meal. And while that is true for a lot of people, you also have to remember that um, with a buffet, and we learned this with COVID, with a buffet, you've got everybody over the food. If someone's sick, you know, you got that to worry about. I'm not a germaphobe, but some people that are, um, you know, conscious about germs and things like that, I can understand why you might want to reconsider. So the buffet style was a big, uh, very popular last year in 2022. So, you know, those are, uh, again, two of the two of the same things, the more of the same that I'm seeing, right? The neon script or the script signs and then buffet style dinner service. So that's it for 2022 in review. I'm just thankful that we are on the other side of the new year. We are one week into 2023 and I could not be more thankful for what you gave me last year in 2022. For all of you, that said yes to me and Motor City HDJ in 2022. I cannot be more thankful for those of you listening to this that have said yes or are thinking about saying yes for 2023 and beyond. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for supporting me. I'm just one guy. I'm a small fish in a big pond just trying to make very big waves in this industry. And I'm just trying to spread love and kindness. I just thank you for joining me. And I cannot wait to see what 2023 holds for us. I know that we're going to have an even better year than we did in 2022. So happy new year to you. Whatever you decide to do this year, make it great. Don't forget to love each other. Be kind. And until next time, Motor City, I'm Brett Cummins. We'll talk again soon. 